Good morning, everyone. This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. What's going on? How are you today? Uh, This is your daily devotional of sorts. I'm still not a cult leader. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to finish up this documentary. They uh, I'm watching The Vow on HBO and they're finally devoting a little bit more time to what a sociopath this guy is per episode. So sometimes it's a little bit of him and a lot of hand wringing and people feeling guilty. And I get Catherine Oxenberg wants her daughter out. But to me, that's not the meat of the documentary, as I've stated before. So last night, I finally found that there was a a new episode because it's kind of boring. So I forget about it. And after I get through watching Lovecraft, it's just like I can't I can't. It's too much. Um, so I'm going to finish Lovecraft for sure, but I, woof, I don't know that I could ever, I'm not going to rewatch it. Like I'm rewatching the wire. Let's put it that way. So anyways, watching this documentary, this weirdo, you know, he's a misogynist. He clearly hates women, which is obviously how you can create a group where you brand women's vaginas. So, uh, there you go. Well, actually the brands are on the pelvic bone. They're like vagina adjacent. I mean, Clearly, this dude is crazy, and <laughs> I'm not trying to judge him, and I'm not trying to belittle crazy people. I There's something not right about him. And the more you watch him, the more it's like, how did this even happen? And he walks in the room like he just is the king, and everybody's clapping and listening. I mean, it screams cult. And I guess they did it in such a subtle way that people didn't realize they were being indoctrinated. But it's disturbing. And some of the stuff that he says, you know, under the auspices of I'm helping you grow past, you know, your um, limitations. It's just I don't know. There are great leadership programs out there, but this wasn't one of them. And there were a lot of red flags, lots and lots of red flags. But anyway, I'm not a cult leader. I'm not like that, dude. I just want you to know that I'm here for you. And hopefully I'm helping you on this journey called life. Because like I said, and I've said multiple times over the three years of doing this podcast, they don't teach you anything you really could use in your life in school. Like life stuff, they don't teach. They don't even teach you how to sign your your signature now. You can't even sign your name on things if you're going off a of regular public school education. So, you know, we even forget about uh, self-esteem 101, relationships 101, how to be a complete and evolved human being uh, 101. You know, so I, not that I have grandiose thoughts of filling in um for those kinds of classes but I do know for myself I reached a certain point in my 20s or very close to my 20s when I started I was about 19 and then in my 20s I was like dude I am struggling here you know I've I've had an excellent education and I have but I I looked back and I was like school-wise I'm I'm on it but life is not like school there is a point when you graduate from school and you need to have life skills And, you know, everybody doesn't come from, you know, psychologists who can say, these are the skills you need now. You know what I mean? Like, you got to figure this out. So part of the reason why my podcast skews a little self-helpy is because I've had to help myself to quite a bit. (laughs) 
of knowledge to, to survive to this point. And, um, yeah, that's, that's the whole, I'm not rationalizing it. This is, this is part of why I enjoy doing the podcast and I want to help people, uh, especially in areas where I feel like I've needed help. And I'm not trying to keep it a secret. If it worked for me and, and I can shave 15 years off of your journey. Cool. I'm congrats. I'm here for that because I don't want anybody to, to get into their forties. Like I had to, and be like, wait a minute, you know, and be backpedaling and looking and like, wait, I missed that. How did I not fix that sooner? You know, but I'm glad to be where I am and I don't mind helping. And like I said yesterday, Sometimes you really need to also consider where you are. Are you in a location where people love and support you, not just physically, but spiritually, mentally? Do you need a a better team around you? You know, do you need a better management staff like Ryan Tannehill clearly needed a better coach and a better offensive system? Uh, Yeah, there are many life lessons from the NFL. (laughs) And, And think about it. Uh, it's also the same, same is true for someone like Lamar Jackson. Can you imagine if Lamar Jackson had wound up in Cincinnati or, uh, Cleveland, who's just now figuring out how to do things that result in winning, you know, what if, what if he wound up in a a system that didn't want to tailor to his strengths where the coach was like, well, it's my way or the highway, you know, um, it really does matter where you land because you have to be there and be a good fit. And that's true. Whether you're born into a family that you don't particularly feel like you fit in, you may have to get in your car and go somewhere else and find a new family, make a family. Um, you know, sometimes you really do get born into the wrong bunch. You know, sometimes you just know this is not where I belong and you feel it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so people will try to make you suppress it and be like, well, you just need to stay in this town or stay in this place. Listen, I know tons of people who have left St. Louis and have no intention of ever coming back. And I get it. But I, I this is my home. A big chunk of why I am the way I am and who I am it was formed here. And I like that. I like who I am. Um, and I feel like if you can make it from here, you can make it from anywhere because there is some nonsense and shenanigans going on here. Um, this is not <laughs> this is not a sophisticated machine here. You got a lot of things that are suspect that go on here every day and you just look at it and it's like people don't seem to want to want to talk about that. And then St. Louis can get thrown off with the race card. All you got to do is just throw race into it and then you know, that's it. You're down the rabbit hole of something else. And so nothing gets fixed. So I get it. It's not a sophisticated place. And I can say it because I've lived here a good chunk of my life. I was born and raised here. I am a St. Louisan. Uh, and one day I won't be. But for now, you know, it just is what it is. <laughs> but there are people who were planted here who knew they shouldn't be here. You know, I have a cousin who just packed up about 40 years ago and was like, I'm out. And he never came back. <laughs> I mean, he was like homeless for a while. He would rather be homeless than live here. So, um, and this is not to slight St. Louis. It is what it is. It's home. There's some beautiful people here and a lot, a lot of heart here. Um, but is it the ideal place to live if you want to be in arts and be creative? And no, it's not. So that's just a fact. 
And it doesn't seem like they're in a hurry to figure out how to make this a more appealing place to live. So uh, it just that's just what we're dealing with here. Um, But a lot of people feel comfortable and happy here. And a lot of people could never see themselves living here ever again. When I get that, you know, location matters. Your method and your technique matters. What I mean by that is there is a way that you live your life which is your method, and there is a way that you execute that plan, and that's your technique. So you have ideas, you have concepts, you have a a story you've told yourself, that's your method. That's that's how how I think of it anyway. That's how you um, are, it's just who you are. And then your technique is how you execute who you are in the world. And a lot of our method and technique needs tweaking um not just here but everywhere uh i I feel like that is how you express yourself in the world it's your method and your technique and uh it's okay to look at your situation and be like i need to fix these things these things i need to let go these people i need to let go um you'd be surprised at how big of an influence your family and your peer group have on your decision making so you have to pay attention to where you're planted. Where's where are you located? Physically, spiritually, mentally. One or one of those things, all of those things. And then you have to look at the people around you. Are they nurturing? Are they nourishing you? Is your soil healthy? Are you growing into the person you want to be? Or do you feel yourself looking across the way and you see the version of your life that you want and you get further and further away? You're drifting out to sea because you're not you're not docked down properly you know, with, with good foundation, you're just drifting. You didn't even uh, tie your boat down. You just floating out. Um, yeah. And then sometimes the people who comprise your dock, they not solid either. They're floating around too. So, I mean, it's really important to figure out who you are, where you are. You're going to become the five people you hang around with the most. So let me break that down for you. If your best friend is a criminal, you criminal-minded too. If your best friend is an entrepreneur, you're entrepreneurial also. If you're, uh, you know, if your boyfriend or girlfriend is a procrastinator, you're going to be a procrastinator too because you're attracted to that element of their personality. Whatever their dominant traits are, those are your traits as well. Um, I had a spiritual lady. She was like a preacher. I'm not sure what she was. She was like a spiritual advisor uh, that I met in the late nineties. And I remember she sat me down one day and she was like, explain, you know, go ahead and tell me the, the, the five traits that you love most about your friends. And I rattled off five things and she was like, yep, I believe you're all of those things. And I was like, but wait, I was describing my friends. She was like, your friends are you, the people you pick in your life. They are you. So I was like, I'm glad I said five good things then. (laughs) But In all seriousness, the people you hang around with the most, they are influencing you the most. So you have to be careful. You have to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who have your best interest at heart, who love you, who care about you, who are going to put you in situations that will bring you harm. All of that sounds simple uh, and too simple to be the truth, but it is. And it'll make a world of difference in your life. There's no book that says just because you've known somebody a long time or just because you're related to somebody that you have to stay in proximity to them. 
you definitely don't if they're not healthy. So go ahead and, and look at your life, review your method and your technique. And your listen, your method and your technique is going to change. If you're reacting to things in your 30s the way you did when you, when you were in your 20s, you need to evolve. And you certainly don't want to react to things in your 20s the way you did when you were in high school. You know, so there's nothing wrong with reviewing at every stage of your life. Like anytime you just feel uncomfortable, that's when you know it's time to review. Something's not right. And it's okay to grow. But growing is painful. There is a such thing. There is a real thing called growing pains. (laughs) And when you're uncomfortable, it's because you need to grow. You need to change. You need to evolve. If you stay exactly the same every single day, you are failing. You're doing it wrong. Okay, you need to expand your awareness. You need to expand your experiences. That's what we came here for. You know what I mean? And you have a special gift that only you have. And you have to consider that. Otherwise, you came here to die. And that's pointless. There's no point in living to die. That's why I don't understand these people who are out here expecting to die at 17. That's not a life. And you have so much more to give than that. And I, I recognize that that's kind of extreme, but there are people who, you know, maybe they're not gangsters or criminals, but they're out here, you know, living, expecting to die at 50 or 60. You know, that's not a life. With medicine, you could live in health being what it is. You could live to be 100 easy. Okay. And in, in 20 years, it could be more than that. So focus, pay attention to what you want. Look at your method and your technique and just figure out how to do this. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. It really isn't. Come on now. I believe in you. That's my Thursday thought. Hopefully it's motivational. Hopefully uh, hopefully you take something from it that inspires you. And uh, thank you again for listening. You guys are the best. The podcast is growing and I could not do this. I would not do this without you. I appreciate you. And we'll meet back here tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Let's do it.